0: hello everybody and welcome back to a new episode of let's talk daily here on gaming masters today i'm your host house again eddie still isn't here to do the show so i will quickly fill in for him please excuse him and yeah let's get right into the topics Alright, first topic of the day. PC Games and reports that now finally an update has happened between the Zenimax and Oculus uh, or Facebook lawsuit over alleged Stone Tech. Back in May 2014, Zenimax accused Oculus of basing their VR headset on unlawfully acquired Zenimax Tech with the help of John Carmack, who now works at Oculus. The opening statements began last week. So, following those statements, each side has also been happy to comment on the case, and Zenim explained they have the proof to put the thing to bed. Well, that's certainly interesting. Uh, I hope so far these uh, stories will come to an end quickly, without too much damage to the sides. Interesting also is that both Carmack and also Facebook co-founder Mark Zuckerberg are scheduled to testify in the case. We're eager to present our case in court, Oculus said to Polygon. Oculus and its founders have invested a wealth of time and money in VR, because we believe it can fundamentally transform the way people interact and communicate. We're disappointed that another company is using wasteful litigation to attempt to take credit for technology that it did not have the vision, expertise or patience to build. Those are big words, We'll see how it will turn out. Also, in case you missed it, there was a World of Warcraft vanilla server system made by fans. And it was called Nostarius. This project has been closed down and as has been a later on that the guys from Nostarius also started working together with the WoW official devs at Blizzard. And the thing was now that apparently there was a new system set up, it was called now Elysium. Nostalgus shared the source code and user database with Elysium after being forced offline by a Blizzard cease and desist order. So it wasn't. That friendly. Then our upcoming problem is that Nostarius says that only a small portion of former Nostarius players have actually made the move to Elysium, while legacy fans in general have acquired a reputation of pirates in the official WoW community, according to this announcement posted on the Nostarius forums. That runs contrary to the project's values of uniting the community and helping bring about official legacy servers. Quote, we have already demonstrated that there is a true desire for legacy wow content and players a need for a home. Only a few people deny the viability of legacy content. You have been an amazing community demonstrating this to the world. The step is a consequence achieved. The message says. We know that Nostaris carries the hopes of the legacy community, but moving from fan server to pirate server, the reputation makes it harder to convince that legacy fans have a place on the war community. Until the stigma is removed, it's unlikely any true progress towards official legacy content can be achieved. And now here comes the important bit, we ask Elysium to join this effort for Legacy Realms by stopping to use data that we provided. We know the aim at Official Legacy Realms as we do. We've already stopped the account transfers process from our side as a first step. Nostarius community is no longer about private servers, it is about Official Legacy Realms. And now this whole post is going on, um, we're talking about currently at Elysium, uh, about... 30,000 players playing online similarly across four realms at one point it says the numbers speak for themselves the community is growing as legacy wall keeps generating more and more interest the team acknowledged that some parts of the community feel that we are pirates and have shady practices but insisted its only motivation is to restore and grow passion to a game that we love so certainly thing Still, after all, the law for Vanilla WoW surely is there for many people. I've never been into WoW myself, but, again, there are still some rules that need to apply here, and I think going the official way, since it's now going to be an option, uh, certainly something people should uh, think about doing, but well, that's just me. Talk about in the comments what you think about this move. But if you're not on the wild WoW train, maybe Final Fantasy XIV is something for you. There's a new update coming called The Far Edge and releases today, on January 17th. There's a apparently very long list going on, so long that even VG247.com, the article that I have open here, isn't even giving the full list. It's a basic summary that I can give you, and it is the latest chapter on the Shadows of Mach storyline, a new 24-player alliance raid called Dunscape, a new primal battle against Zervan, and new exploratory missions are coming to Final Fantasy XIV. Well, if that isn't good, I don't know either. And then we're talking about something completely different, we're talking about some shooters, my preferred gaming genre. C.I. James has announced that the special Ghost Warrior free open beta is now available worldwide for PC players to register. <laughs> Starting today, January 17th, players can register at sniperghostwarriorcom beta to be given a chance to experience the beautiful open world setting of the Republic of Georgia and get exclusive access to two single player missions, Cut Off and Blockout. The Sniper Ghost Warrior Free beta will officially begin on February 3rd, 2017. But if you're not into that game, of course, you can also play Warface. Remember Warface, that free-to-play shooter by Crytek? Well, you probably already heard about it. Crytek has some recent problems and had to close almost every studio around the world. Only their two studios of free, I think, in Germany here, uh, were still held open. Well, Crytek isn't hosting Warface anymore. That is now done by my.com. My.com. Wait, Well, coming February 2017, My.com and Crytek will deliver the service via the My.com servers, and it is now very interesting to see how this will move on uh, along the uh, Crytek uh, troubling times story, I would say. This new partnership will allow Crytek to focus on the development aspect while bringing more content and updates to Warface, which will in turn bring more opportunities for fans and players of the game alike. I personally play Crytek for uh, one or two hours. Wasn't too bad. I should go back again just for fun. Maybe I'll see you on the battlefield. Links to these sources are also in the video description down below. Check out our post on our gaming website. But of course, also fans of GTA Online will get new stuff. It's fantastic, right? GTA 5 is still on top of the UK sales charts. And now we also have new DLC content for free for GTA Online. We now have a new car, which is called... And please excuse my pronunciation. I think it's called the DJI Spectre. It is a two-door sports coupe, and it's hard. The gold standard for exclusivity. I don't know what that means. I haven't even played GTA Long for a long time. It's coming to your generation now through January 30th. But there's also a new adversary mode coming, which is called Collection Time. In Collection Time, it's all about the give and take. In teams of two or four, players battle to steal and hoard the most points over the given time. Period. Each player starts out with one point in the form of a money bag. Once killed, their back will drop and be up for grabs whoever can reach it first. The team holding the most backs when the clock runs out wins. Stay greedy and hone your tactics across seven brand new maps. For extra earnings, play collection time between now and Monday, January 30th for double GTA dollars and RP. I mean, why not, right? It's- still so free content. Of course, the full list of all updates and advantages will also listed again on our blog post fitting to this episode. And now we're getting some new trailers in, for example, the new Persona 5 trailer. This game is coming exclusively on the PlayStation 4 on April the 4th. I don't know where more 4's are coming in, but, well, Persona 5 certainly has no 4th in it. So, I really kind of tell you about the game personally, because I just see these trailers and think, yeah, that's quite cool. I never played any of the Persona games, but I gotta say, the new Game Mechanics Palaces trailer certainly made me feel more comfortable with the setting, I, and I think I will give it a try. Uh, I heard that you don't have to play each game in the series, so if that's true, maybe I'll give it myself a chance. Something else that has come out so 2 is now a new trailer for Injustice 2. The lines are redrawn. A fantastic trailer looking awesome on my PC. And I gotta tell you guys, it's selling. a coming to PC. It's coming to Xbox and PlayStation 4. And if you pre-order now, you can get Darkseid starting when the game launches on May 16th. Check out the link in the video description below, of course, if you're on YouTube. And, of course, on SoundCloud. Please don't forget to follow us or just check out our recently stuff on the iTunes podcast site, too. And now we're talking about extra content, like for example Resident Evil. If you get the Resident Evil 7 season pass, it will give you access to bonus episodes. Who would have thought of that? There are two bonus footages coming, uh, which are additional story content. It can be summarized as Volume 1 and Volume 2. Volume 1 is called Entitled Nightmare, Batroom and Eva Must Die, while Volume 2 is called Twenty One, Daughters and Jack's 55th Birthday. All these come bundled with the Resident Evil 7 Deluxe Edition that costs $90, and the Steam page doesn't have a price for the pass as of yet for the standalone version. But considering the basic game costs $60, it's likely that the season pass will cost now $30. More interesting is that we have a placeholder for when the content will come out, because right now it stands at December 31st, 2017. So, let's hope it's not coming at the end of this year, but rather earlier. And, of course, we also have to give another update about the Switch. This time, it's actually not a bad thing. We're talking about good games. For example, games for the classic Niugiu console. Hamster Corps is bringing the headliners of its arcade archive to the Switch, kicking off with King of Fighters 98 in March, as Engage reports. Waku Waku 7, Chock Troopers, Wild Heroes Perfect, and Metal Slug Flea, something that I want to check out, have been also confirmed as Fallout releases with more to come. Each of these re releases will have a few extra features, including online leaderboards, adjustable difficulty, and a 1990s filter emulating a grainy CRT TV. If that isn't charming, I would say, well, at least it seems that more retro games are coming out through the Switch, that more interesting games, not only from the Nintendo Collection, are also coming to a new platform. So, yeah, exciting times, positive things coming around, negative coming around. Uh, after yesterday's episode, I was rather thinking I would actually uh, not recommend uh, for anyone to get the Switch, but, well, we will see about that as uh, more information is coming out. Of course, stay tuned for more episodes, too, so you don't miss those informations. And yo, have you even forgotten about Detective Pikachu? <laughs> as I've seen the first trailer for, well, that's quite some interesting project. Well, well I still hope that Danny DeVito will speak as uh, Detective Pikachu. <laughs> I don't know if this will happen, but, well, it's certainly a nice idea. And the adaptation of The Great Detective Pikachu as CG live action hybrid, where talking Pikachu self spoken related crimes, has now gotten its director. Yes! Deadline reports Legendary has tapped Rob Letterman, director of Goosebumps and Monsters vs. Aliens, to direct the upcoming film. And this is a surprisingly competent choice. The Goosebumps reboot, while not great, is pretty entertaining, and you can watch it on Netflix. So, if you have time for that, check it out and. Then you can maybe extrapolate how <laughs> Detective Pikachu will turn out. <laughs> Seriously, this is so weird. Have you seen the trailer? <laughs> Look it up on YouTube, it's quite interesting. Also, what's interesting, something that I want to add in this show today. Kotaku actually wrote an article today that video games actually aren't allowed to use the official Red Cross symbol for health. So, if you have white ground and Red Cross on top of it, it's actually not um, allowed to use. Yeah. As PC Gamer reports, the famous symbol isn't actually in the public domain. It's governed by the International Committee of the Red Cross, who seek to protect it from any acts of what they believe is misuse. Quote If the Red Cross emblem or similar signs are used for other purposes, no matter how beneficial or inconsequential they may seem, the special significance of the emblem will be diminished. So the developers of Prison Architect actually have to Alternate this logo because uh, the British Red Cross uh, said yeah, we don't want to have that in your game So take it out So Introversion has since gone in and updated the game to remove the use of the symbol, which happens a lot more often than you might realize. While many properties continue to use the red cross illegally, sometimes just not known to the official organization, others like Halo have quietly changed it over the years without anyone really noticing, altering things like the color of the icon or replacing the cross with an H or another logo. And that's it again for this show. Thank you so much for listening to Let's Talk Daily. Of course, there's a list that I have to talk about. Of course, follow us on Twitter on the official GMYT. Follow us on SoundCloud. And of course, subscribe to us on YouTube to not miss any of the new episodes. Additionally, you can also check by our blog on gaming-masters.co.uk to see the latest articles that we're also putting up. Our team has quite grown in the recent time and I'm very excited to see what we're coming up next. So... If you want to hear about myself more, of course, you can follow me everywhere and see me everywhere on the internet as House test H-A-U-5-Test. Just Google me, but preferably follow me on my Twitter account. All right, have a nice day, evening or morning, and I'll see you hopefully in the next episode again. Oh, I'd rather talk to you again. Anyway, goodbye.